This episode of How Was Your Run Today is sponsored by Health IQ, an insurance company that helps health-conscious people like runners, cyclists, weightlifters, and vegetarians get lower rates on their life insurance. To see if you qualify, get your free quote today at healthiq.com slash hwyrt or mention the promo code hwyrt when you speak with a Health IQ agent. Now, let's start the show. Hi, Peter. Hi, Brian. So to set yet another scene, yes. here we are. It is Saturday. It is race day in Millinocket, Maine. Uh, the half is pretty much over. The full is finishing. We are sitting in the front window of the Moose Drop in store right at the corner of Central and Penobscot. There's someone crossing right there, going in, going in to finish. Yeah, we're seeing the marathoners with only maybe a quarter mile left to go. Not even. And some of them, as I as I have uh, said, are coming in with smiles on their faces yeah. and rock star style. And some of them look like uh, the way I looked. The way not great. <laughs> the way you look, look the way I looked last year. Challenge. Actually, frankly, the way I look this year. Those back hills of this race, Peter. This was your first time on the course. I want to hear your reaction to what this Millinocket half marathon course is. How was your run today? Oh, well, thank you for asking, Brian. My run today was good. And when I say past tense, meaning the first six, seven, eight miles, uh, it was, I was okay. I was good. I was keeping pace with that Anna Brooks and that Igor Babushkin. And then I had a back spasm around mile 10. Oof. Where did that come from? You want the truth. The truth is I twinged it two weeks ago when I tried to move your brand new uh, spin bicycle that you bought from our gym. And uh, I remember twinging it on the left midside, and I thought I was going to be okay. I had an inkling it wouldn't be okay when I was doing some of my long training runs in between. Around eight miles, things would get dicey. But today it lasted till about 10, and then it made me kind of have to walk for about a minute. And uh, I let Igor and Anna go on ahead, and uh, then my right calf balled up nice and Oof. crampy. Oh no! Yeah, so my uh, my time plummeted in the back, but then I I, I rallied. I got back down here. Um, I'm very happy with my time. I wanted to finish under two and a half. I think I'm around two twenty eight. Congratulations! And for, and Even the, with an injury and walking, that's tremendous. It's fine. It's really good. And I didn't ever look at the course before. Last year when you did the full. I remember running up that first hill with you just to get you motivated and gone. I didn't realize that that hill would then continue on for six miles. (laughs) It certainly does. There was a point at which somebody said at five miles, oh, this must be the top because it flattens out. And I said, oh, no, 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 no. It goes all the way to six. And we sort of went flat for a little bit, a mini turn, and then right back up again. And I didn't understand it because I could see Mount Katahdin on the Golden Road and the rolling hills in front of it. But then, like, it seemed like more hills were just created by the universe <laughs> as we were running. And at one point, Anna said, this hill doesn't end. I right. said, well, it ends when you see the people disappear. Yeah. And she goes, no, those are just turns. <laughs> and she was right. It just kept going. There's so many hills on this course. And I'll tell you this. Like, we have yeah. to be joined. We're going to be joined right now with super fan Betty... Gothier. Betty, you've been a longtime fan of the show. How did you find us? 
I found you by happenstance on Twitter really? around episode 32. Anything special about it that caught you? Um, you know, I don't even remember. I think someone said you got to listen to these guys because they remind me of Car Talk. I was a huge that. Car Talk like that. fan. That was really the original that idea. Was the original pitch. And car Talk for Car Talk for running. And when they said that, I was like, Oh, oh, I got to listen to that. I'm running. I love Car Talk. Okay, Jump so on. the ne- next natural question is, how do we hold up against Car Talk? Yeah, how are we doing? Better. <laughs> it's better. Do you feel that we give okay advice? Yes, I love we're your not, advice. We're not professional mechanics. You are not. You are not. And, you know... And we're not brothers. You're not brothers. Uh, but we could be. We could be. Yeah. Beard brothers. Beard brothers right now. <laughs> not for, for much sure. longer, I'm going to tell you. beard, main brother. <laughs> yeah, when away. is the beard going? Mine's going tomorrow. Yeah, mine too. Nice. It's yep. just a little too much. <laughs> yeah. But I am glad I had it today. Yes. Speaking of today, how was your run today? I did not run today, but I did run last night. How was your crankle run My last night? My crankle was painful because I still have that yes, hamstring tear. I'm surprised Plantar you even fasciitis. Ran. I'm surprised you did it. So I had to do it. It's my only run since January of this year. I couldn't let it go by. Wow. And you chose our race I to do it? I chose your race. Betty, that is high yeah. praise now, right there. you have to tell us a little bit of a story, which is where you live. Michigan. And why are you in Millinocket, Maine? Because of you guys. Woo! What? Because feel, of you again, guys. When you were when you were running last year, I was actually training for my first marathon and uh, said, Wow, marathon, Maine. Always wanted to go to Maine. Let's do it. Are so, you a late onset athlete as our friend Amy yeah, Moritz likes yeah, to say? Yeah, I started running. This is my this was my second year. She has a new book, by the way. Amy Moritz has a book about uh, becoming an athlete sort of really? later in life. Check that out. It's okay, very good. I will. What is it called? I Thought You'd Be Faster. I Thought You'd Be Faster. Right. That would be me. Yeah. 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 I always thought I'd be faster. I'm every, not. everywhere, including Amazon. And it's, it, it's sort of like, well, you keep talking about running. I thought you'd be faster. <laughs> what made you start running as an adult? Um, stress. Something to deal with. Job. Just to, yeah. yeah. I got to get out of my own yep. head. Yep, exactly. Stop being my own enemy. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. That's it. a real thing. And it seemed like a really good thing to uh, balance the yoga that I was doing at yes. the time. So sure. Yoga and running seemed to sure. be like a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. How has yoga been doing for your calf injury? You know, it's helpful, but I can't do nearly the poses that I, w- I had done before because yeah. it's just being ridiculously slow to heal. Which is frustrating. Have you been enjoying your stay in the great state of Maine? Yeah. What was the highlight? Beside the Crankle 2K, obviously. 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 After the Crankle, gosh, does any of it even compare? I don't know. Um, well, you were in Acadia. We Acadia was fabulous. Right. All the hiking. Right. All the people. The people of Maine are spectacular. I agree. Is this so, your first time in this particular area? First time ever. In the state? In the state. Well, welcome. This is all new for us. So. And you're very active on the socials. I was just yeah. commenting to Brian how good your Instagram photos thank are. Thank you. Thank you. It's an art form. What I, do you do in your professional life? I work for the Michigan Court of Appeals. So excellent. I have a law background, oh, but um, I'm an artist at heart. That's it. My father was the deputy commissioner of probation for the Commonwealth of Massachusetts. <gasps> very but he good. was a drummer at heart. Very good. Very good. I love it. I love it. And what do you hope to have happen in 2018? What do you see coming? I hope to be healthy so that I can run, yes. get some half marathons in, yep. and I'm still, you know, I'm still looking at that, doing that first marathon. I so want you it. You really want one? I do. I mean, I was up to 19 miles when I got oh, injured, yeah. so oh. I was like so close. And what's your destination marathon? What do you want? I think I would come back here. 
Yeah. I think you do I it think here. I would. This yeah. is a special it's event. A very I special think I would. Place. It really is. Thank you for what you did. I mean, how can you not love all of this? I was just thanking the crossing guard because that that crossing guard just before you make the last block yeah, saves everyone's saved life. Everyone's life. <laughs> and she saved mine because I was slow. <laughs> but it was great today. Um, while all the halves, I didn't get to see you guys come in today, but while all the half marathon runners were coming in, I was up on the hill. Oh yeah. Cheering on the marathoners who were heading Still into Loop up. Two. Yep. Oh. Yeah. Even today, even though it was so much warmer than it was last year, that's still a tough decision to make, uh, you know? So a lot of people looked gung-ho about it. A, lot, a few other people looked resigned. But there were a lot of smiling runners. Oh, yeah. They really so were. they were out having a good time, and they knew it was going to be hard, but, you know? Betty, as you know, I didn't run last year. I know. But I was here to support Brian, and I watched him do the full. And now that I've done only the half, I... Are you I, ready to... to to verbal no. on the full? No, I'll verbal that I'm never going to do it. And I'm going to go back and say I have much more respect for Brian Gould. I don't know how he made the turn to go back out again. It was so exceptionally cold and windy that day. And I was outside for the most of it to cheer people on, but I don't know how you did it. Now that I've seen what it is. It's rather demoralizing when everyone goes straight to the finish and yeah, then you brutal. have to go back out. Yeah. I, was I was ready. I trained well. And, uh, you know, we're watching marathon finishers come coming in, in from right here, here from the Moose Drop Inn in the front window here. And uh, some of them look pretty beat up like I did. And some of them look uh, like they could go and do more. Here's somebody sprinting across the street. Yeah. This is not even me on a good day. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, buddy. This has been fantastic. Thank you, guys. Thank you. So Thank much. you. Keep it's on. We love you. awesome meeting a listener Thanks. in real life. Best wishes to both of you. Thank you, Betty. Stay healthy. Thank you. Say your name again. I'm so sorry. My name is Victor Scrappa the Fourth. Well, welcome. Welcome to Millinocket. Where are you from? Originally from Freeport, Maine, and then Castine, Maine, for school. But right now I live in San Jose, California, and I'm of the Excelsior Running Club of San Francisco. Ow! Wow. When did you come into town? I flew in on a Thursday. I am. Um, I came to see my family. Yep. And they happened to be signed up for the race so i figured heck why not come when they happen to be running it are you the only one doing the full or did was anybody else did it uh this year i was the only one in the family to do the full dad did the half how did you find it to be the race today a lot like last year i made sure to pace carefully and i think it paid off in the beginning yes but i felt uh, a lot of pain at the end and couldn't walk for at least 10 minutes okay were you familiar with the course at all, or were you surprised at the amount of hills and the severity of those hills? Uh, no, I ran it uh, last year when I ran for Maine Maritime Academy, so I was very familiar with the course. Okay. And what did you think of the weather today? Uh, I was expecting the weather to hurt more. Um, coming from San Jose, where one day I ran 16 miles to work in 109-degree heat. But um, oh it wasn't nearly as bad as I was expecting. Sure. And much better than last year. Oh, definitely with those negative five degree temperatures. My goodness. Well, thank you so much. Do you have anything to say to the listening public of our podcast? How was especially, your run today? Especially the Excelsior Club. Do they know you're here? Well, first of all, I'd like to say hi to my mom, who unfortunately couldn't make it today. Love you. Uh, to the guys in Excelsior. Hope you all had a, a good weekend, and I look forward to seeing you at uh, Christmas Relays next weekend. And um, to all the other running clubs I'm involved in, you know who you are, and uh, hope you all have a great weekend. What's your next race? 
uh, uh, Christmas relays at um, Lake Merced, San Francisco. Awesome. Sounds great. Great. Well, thank you for coming thank by. Thank you so much. Hello. Brian, Brian, we're joined by Paul Davies, friend of the show and runner extraordinaire. Paul, how was your run today? It was good. It was very, very good. You know, Paul, as a guy who's run, I'm not talking about myself, of course, I'm talking about you, sub three-hour marathons. Yes. Three decades running, and now you're walking around post-marathon wearing a shirt that just says 26.2. Does this make you the marathon man? <laughs> no. No, not at all. In fact, I was thinking no more marathons. Really? <laughs> oh, <laughs> this is a hard course, isn't it? This is a tough course. It is a tough course. Yeah. Yes. Had you looked at the video or anything ahead of time? I looked at the profile. So you knew time. what you were... Yeah. But it's hard to know. Yeah, it yeah. is. It is hard to know. Now, you yeah. run, ran Boston this year. I did, yes. And that was a totally different uh, event because Heat. it was cold so training and then heat for the race. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And this was sort of mild... Uh, training uh, leading up to it and then yeah. kind of cold not so cold not though. that, what, not what, that what, bad this, this has been really good weather yeah well, how did you find the course I thought it was excellent course actually the hills didn't bother me so much but the hill that leads out of the, the village was more of a problem because it's right there certainly second time round yeah um, but the main road that goes up until mile five that's the golden road <laughs> that i i find that fine because it was long mm -hmm. so i could get into a rhythm yep and, yep and that that was just fine the downhills actually got me there's the certain sections of downhills right that, that really really got me and there's one that come that that's coming into they were steep man that was a steep downhill oh, wow yeah that burned out my calf something yes. fierce yeah and second time around, and it's like my toes and my calves. and So I want to explore this statement that you made a little earlier, which is you think no more marathons? I mean, was that just a joke that you say after every marathon? Yeah, yeah, I mean, exactly. you can't be held yeah. to anything yeah. you say in the third 30 minutes after a race, but right. how did you feel you did on today? Like, what was your I, time today? It, my time was, uh, was uh, 270. So, oh, wait, uh, if I do some math there. <laughs> 270. <laughs> so, yeah, it, I, I was... Is that in the imperi imperial measure? <laughs> <laughs> that makes so, me laugh. So, uh, so a good strong 310 for those who yes, can't convert into yes, metric. Yes. Um, so so I, I had a had a limit of, of 315 that I set myself. So Very well, good. What pretty. would happen if you hit 315? You just uh, walk off the course yeah, and go walk a bar. Off the yeah. course, go to a just, bar. Just go straight to a bar. <laughs> That's what you should do. That's it. I haven't had a DNF yet, so I think... Self-imposed. Yes. What are your thoughts as we watch the marathon, the other marathon runners who are still finishing the course here and you're watching them come through? Oh, it, I passed so many of who were walking in, and yes. in the parking lot I heard one guy uh, saying that he's expecting to do it in seven hours, over yes. seven hours. Yes. And, you know, it's going to be dark. It's probably going to be snowing by yeah, the time he any finishes. Yeah, any minute, no, that's right, that's so right. So it's... <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm amazed that they do it. I, I really, I, it's amazing that they do it. Because you're still moving for seven hours. Right, I mean, people right, say, right. no matter well, what. It's so hard to run that fast for three hours. It's like, yes, but it's you're only running be, for three hours. It's so hard to be on your feet moving for that and going up and down the hills. And, uh, but they, their support was fantastic. Every time I passed them, they was all cheering. For an unsupported race, this race was pretty supported. 
Yeah, yes. I think we should we should now refer to it only as a free marathon because there's is, a lot of support. It's alarmingly community supported yeah. and uh, from everybody, from every angle. And there was no area that I felt was right. a letdown in any way. There were so many aid stations out mm-hmm. on the course. Paul, uh, what made you come to this race? Why did you You guys. This? Is it really that? Yeah. Show? Like you, d- it, you, you had heard about it arm. though? Or? No. <laughs> You, we, you're twisting my arm. We and, wrapped uh, him in plastic and tied him to the roof. You didn't hear him. Had you up decided there? when we back in June when we did the BA 10K? Did you know you were going to do it, or you weren't? No, sure? no. I, I, it, I was wanting to do it. Yeah. Um, it from even from last year, I, I was wanting to do it. Okay. And I am and are. I couldn't find accommodation. It's very hard. And then I, I was on Twitter, and I mentioned on Twitter that I would really like to do it, yeah. uh, but I couldn't find accommodation, sure. and someone got back to me, for, for whoever runs the Twitter for Millinocket Marathon got back to me and said, if we find you accommodation, I, will you come? That's and our friend they, Patty. Yes, that would have been Patty. Patty. Thank you, Patty McNally. And me accommodation. All thanks to Patty McNally. That's, yeah, that was amazing. Yeah, that's the thing to think about is that, or a thing to consider, is that actually the support for this race goes all year round. That's right. Because that's right. It takes a lot to to run a marathon. It takes a lot to run a marathon in a relatively small town without a lot of accommodations, right. without that's a lot right. of restaurants. That is, I mean, you know, at this point, Millinocket, I would guess, is mostly a tourist economy. Yes, hikers and and summer people, snowmobilers, um, and, and snowmobiles in the winter. Yeah. So, but it's still limited in terms of yes. what the offerings are. So it takes ultimate coordination yeah. throughout the whole town yeah. to make it work but having said that i'm noticing uh 365 days later there are more places open now oh yeah mm. there's more activity oh, really? oh yes yes much more yeah mm. there's so, still shop fronts that are closed there's yes. still houses that are empty but, but something is starting to happen yeah, for sure it's way more lively that's downtown. fantastic that is fantastic i mean part of the reason why i wanted to come here was it it's it seems to be a movement now Oh, it yes. it yes. seems to be a thing, yep. and the rapid growth within in the three years it's that, crazy. It, that it's ran, it, it's certainly been noticed by the running community, and and met people last night in a bar who came, drove from Kentucky. What? Yeah, we they had drove up from. Kentucky. We met Christine Chapa, who flew in from San Francisco. Her yeah. mom came from Texas. We had people from Chicago, yep. people from D.C. Uh, I mean, uh, this is a big deal now. Yeah. This is really happening, and I hope it continues. One of your followers, Kitty from uh, UK. Yes. She wants to do it. All right. And, I, and I'm all trying to convince her from on Strava to, to come out to the States. Kitty's very it. active on the socials. Yes. Yeah. So you need to twist her arm this year. How do we do it? What do we have to say? <laughs> do, do we have to pressure her? Kitty, th- if you're within so. the sound of my voice, if you can hear me, please come to Millinocket next year. Make it your destination race for wow. 2018 that's that's some pressure right there but oh, you know yeah. what that tends yeah. to work with runners <laughs> yeah. especially yeah. right all you need is a nudge and you're signing up for a race yeah. somewhere paul i could talk before. to you all night but i know you have to get a pint i do i do paul will we Good see you soon you. oh yeah absolutely. what's your next race do you know there's the uh grand prix series starting in february and um i think it's a 10 miler for people who don't um, know that what what happens in the grand prix so Grand Prix is seven races throughout the, the course of a year, um, organized by the uh, United States Track and Field New England. Um, and uh, all the New England clubs compete against one another for um, not only individual um, placements, but team placements. Um, and we travel throughout New England, and the races consist of from 5K to a marathon. 
um, and and it's 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 a nice way to fill up the year of seven races that that we we know we're going to do and, and compete. Brian, before we let Paul go, I just remembered. Of course, he was the Yoda to Anna Brooks's Luke Skywalker. He was sort of the shadowy figure, spirit coach. Yeah, I think we just say coach, not dead Jedi Master spirit thing. I don't think we have to extend the metaphor that far. I think he simply coached her to a successful half marathon. So, yes, as Anna's coach, how do you feel she performed today? She seemed to have done very, very well. She seemed very it, happy. It's, it's amazing how much confidence. As soon as you start racing, you get confidence. Yes. And, and all the beginner r runners who just start off doing 5K, 10K, yes. and then they build up to a half marathon. Yes. It's pretty amazing. And then they realize what the body can do. That's right. So many people think the body just can't do it. They, right. Their body can't do it. Right. They've got this ache. Yeah, this happened. Yeah. But when they actually do go out and do it, they realize that their body can do it. And it's pretty amazing. All right, Paul. We'll let you go do it. All Thank right. you so Thanks, much for guys. coming by. Thank Bye. you. I am Steve Galloway. And uh, what brings you to Milanaka today? So today I am here for the same reason I came last year for an epic little race we call Millinocket Mil Marathon. It's yeah. a little bigger now. A lot bigger. Yeah, we were a little worried driving in. like Where to go, how to park. Yeah, we, yeah. we got here late. Um, yes. But it was still easy to deal with. Steve, where are you from? Uh, Framingham, Mass. So Steve was my one of my guiding angels for the second half of the marathon last year. Okay. On that cold, cold... Yeah, I talked to, to Brian for a while last year, but he, he didn't tell me about his celebrity status. Well, no, he keeps that. I that shout it from quiet. the rooftops. That's what I do. I wish he had because I, I love your podcast. Thank you very much for listening. It took me a while to find it. So did you realize who he was once you heard the show? Um, it dawned on me. And you said, wait, that might have been the guy on the Golden Road? Yeah. When, the, once the, you started talking about the broken, November Project. The broken which, man on the road. Well, that can't be him because he sounds so good on the podcast. <laughs> his voice sounds yeah. so strong and his body's <laughs> so weak. <laughs> you know how I figured it out? You were all about November Project. Yeah, that's it. That's it. And that's the it, big tell. Well, yeah. I, I do like to work out there. Yeah. It's a great place so to work out. And there, there are, there are a, lot of, together. a lot of November Project uh, people here this t for this race. I saw a lot of buffs. November Many Project tribes Pause. were represented. I yeah. saw some of those homemade T-shirts. Yeah, most of them were passing me. <laughs> now, did you these run? Guys the, are in shape. Yeah. Did you run the full or the half? Yeah, I did the full. How did it feel today? Um, well, a lot warmer than last year, uh, but it's a tough race. This was my first time, and I only did the half. I, I was injured last year, and I couldn't do it. And uh, after listening to Brian's story, I didn't. Ever, I yeah, really well, don't want to do the full. Well, and he, then I've seen the course now, and I really don't want to do the It's not as bad as he makes it out. Oh, it's right. much worse. Well, yeah. that's <laughs> much, much worse, yeah. Let me ask you, was the temperature drop, uh, as, obviously it wasn't as severe because we started warmer, but was there a similar temperature drop from the first half to the second half? When you make the turn to go do the last 13.1 on that same route, Yes. what was the difference? It was just today? like last year. It, was, yes. it seemed like at least 10 degrees cooler, but I learned... I, I do learn from these things. <laughs> so last year, after the first round, I shed a layer because I, even though it was negative 30 wind chill, I still right. managed to overdress. Yeah. <laughs> so I shed a layer, and uh, on the Golden Road, I immediately regretted that. Mm -hmm. I, yeah. The wind was just cutting through the couple layers that I had, 
It's brutal. Yeah, and this was like a balmy yeah. Saturday yeah. training run. And I almost, I was tempted to do the same thing, but I held on to my my layers and put them all on <laughs> once <laughs> well, again. Well, the second that sun goes past tree yeah. uh, ridge. Plus, it, I was moving a hell of a lot slower the second round too. Oh yeah, as you do. I don't know how you can do that hill a second time. That first one coming out of mile 13, going into 14. Oh, yeah, I walked that. Ooh. That's how you do it. Yeah, that's how you do it. Okay, good. To, I'd to use, I would Facebook use roller thing. skates and being pulled by a car. That's how I would do it. <laughs> I would have liked to see that. That yeah. sounds like would have been entertaining. That sounds like next year, maybe. That, maybe that's yeah. a new event. The you, Sunday event the is... The Pete Pole? The Pete Pole. Uh, the Pete Pole could be good. What's your next race now? Do you know? Down to not Boston. I tried to get in through my club because I'm not fast enough. Yeah. It's a hard. It's a hard one. So, but my All you gotta do is keep getting older, and you'll get closer. That's what I'm trying to do. I'm yeah. trying to maintain. So eventually, these qualifying hard. times. Why is, is maintaining is so hard? I don't know. I'm, I'm hoping you guys can figure it all out for me and I doubt tell it. me on your podcast. I don't, don't think do. we will. As soon as we figure that out, we're charging for our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> okay. As soon as we figure that out, it goes behind a paywall. <laughs> Well, I gotta go to my car and get some money so I can buy a bunch some of shirts. Stuff. Are you gonna buy some sweet, sweet long sleeve T-shirts? Oh, I'm gonna shirts? buy all kinds of stuff. The, you the main, the reason main why you're goal here is to get those sweet medals. Those spread, spread the medals, spread the love, medals. spread some cash. That's why we're here. And I gotta get to the finish line for my wife. She should be finishing. All right, up then we won't soon. keep you. It was very nice but to meet yeah, you. Yeah, very nice to meet you guys, and keep up the great podcast. We will Thank keep you. listening. Glad Thank to you see very you again, much, Steve. All right. Good to see you. Brian, we're now joined by a friend of yours, now a new friend of mine from last year, Steve Goodness. Oh, my goodness. goodness, Steve Goodness. Oh, my. Last year, you ran the half. I did. This year, you watched everybody do everything. And it was a lot easier. But you came out for the crankle last night. Thank you so much. Now, hang on, Steve. You were training for the marathon this year. Tell me how far you got in your training. No, 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 no. No, uh, hold on. Was, I was going to do... You were going to do the full? Not the full. You weren't going to do the full? I was not this year. Okay. Not ever. You were going to do the half? I was going to do you the half You were training for the half? Pretty much. And then work and life and training went to mm-hmm. bad. How many weeks in did you get on the training, do you think? Four? Zero. <laughs> that many? Zero weeks. That's a lot. That is a lot that's of a weeks. That's a lot of weeks. Yeah. That's... A, that's th- this summer, pretty much... Ruined running. Ruined running. Well, you explain you have a long commute now because you have a new job, and so you're basically driving across the great state of Maine every day. Up the coast. (laughs) Get to see the beautiful sunrise every morning. So if I can ask a personal question. So if I can ask a personal question, how has your life changed since you haven't been able to run? Because you were a pretty consistent, serious runner for for years until uh, you had this job change. What, What is that like? Bad. I, I miss the gym. Yeah. I miss running. I gained some weight. Mm-hmm. But this is a very real thing, right? Life can creep in yeah. and start taking over. Yeah. Yeah. And that can be a lot of things. It can be a career change. It can be a moving situation, yeah. a relocation. It can be uh, marriage. It can be new baby. It can be any of these. It Injury. Be, but in reality, there's always time. I guess. I, I could do it. Well, we say Tra- that. Train, we say train weekends, you stuff can like always, that. You can't, you don't, no one's got the time, but you got to make the time. Right? Well, you, right. you right. can get some running in, I guess, but training for races is serious commitment, and if you have to push too many things aside, it can be too much. Yeah? Yes, very much so. Yeah, and travel can so. kill it. I mean, all yeah. of those things can kill it. Well, what are you looking to do in the winter to stay active? Have you come up with any grand ideas? Hopefully get back to the gym. Hopefully do some... Uh, cross-country skiing, snowshoeing. Are you a swimmer? I love swimming. I joined the Y a few years ago, and that was one of the 
major things. It's like wet running. Right. You don't. You, you might sweat, but you don't feel like you're sweating. Yeah, you wouldn't know. You wouldn't know. And you've put in some uh, mountain miles. You've gone hiking. Oh, oh yeah. Love yeah. hiking. Love hiking. I mean, can't, you li- can't wait to come back up here. You live in Maine, <laughs> so of course you hike. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> What did you think, as someone who saw and witnessed last year's race, and now that you've taken this fully in as a spectator this year, what are some of the key differences between the two years? Thank, thankfully, much warmer this year. Yeah, much, much I would better, have yeah. not want to been a spectator last year. I don't know how they did it. I tell I, you, I, for five hours I sat there wondering why you weren't dead. <laughs> well, I might have been. <laughs> I was wondering how Steve got so smart and only ran the half. Right. Because right. <laughs> that bull was a lot. Yeah. But we saw the, ch- the change in scope and size last night. So the Crankle, thanks for coming out, by the way. Love the Crankle. Uh, we had over 100 people. We managed to raise $1,000 for the library. Which is awesome. I mean, it was uh, an unbelievable affair. I'm. It's going to take weeks to actually come down from this event and process everything that's happened, the, the amount that it's grown, and just the, the great things that have happened since we've been here. It was also nice to hear Brian kind of lead the pack. <laughs> Everyone do, do some bouncing. But last night, you're right, he did sort of pull out. He became sort of the November Project director of Millinocket for yes. one night only. <laughs> yes. And he, no, he did a great, great job. More than a great job. The yeah. crankle was awesome. For sure. I was thankful to just hold his bags. <laughs> and hand away the Instant Pot as the grand prize. And hand away Gene Villa's oh. unwanted Instant Pot. All right, Steve. Love the Instant Pot. Steve, I, I know, <laughs> I know, I know that you're a personal user, right? Uh, very, very much user. He <laughs> makes killer rice, I'm telling you. Yeah, I haven't tried the rice yet, but soup. Can't, I need your uh, the squash soup recipe. It's all in there, man. You gotta. You should go right now online and do cheats for the Instant Pot. Just... And you'll see. You'll see. If, if you could add any t- anything to the show that you listen to on Thursday nights or Friday mornings that we humbly serve out to our audience, is there anything you'd add uh, to the show on a regular basis? Yeah, what's, what's missing from the show, Steve, if you were to be in charge of this? More, more feedback corner. All right. More Lauren? More Lauren. Specifically Lauren? Uh, the feedback corner. But you like all that. I love the whole show. From so, folks. Right. So, folks, got to write in. I mean, if we you're can tuned in, back as much as we get. If you're tuned into this transmission, please write in so we can answer your questions because Steve needs Steve more. Steve Goodness wants answers. Feedback corner. Awesome. Steve, awesome. go get a drink. Goodbye. Brian, we're joined by mother and daughter running team, Christine, Christine and Diana Chapa in the house. Now, you guys uh, came from different locales last night. Is that true? Yes, I came from San Antonio, Texas. San Antonio. Where San we got Francisco. snow. They got snow. Right. For the first time in how long? It. About seven years. Oh, my God. And Christine, where did you fly in from? San Francisco. Okay, so this, that's not an easy commute. Either of those places. What so it took a few hours. What <laughs> made you come to Millinocket, Maine today? Your podcast. Woo-hoo! Brian, again, I feel responsible for everything. Okay, so the question <laughs> is... I was listening and I got FOMO. That's that's why we did it. Hardcore FOMO. That's how we're getting people to register for a free marathon. <laughs> and of course, she drags old mom in, into mm-hmm. the mix too, yeah. Okay, so Christine, how did you find our show? I went on the podcast app and I just searched for running podcast. I needed something to do with my life. 
And you guys were the best one. All the other ones were kind of boring and dry, and you guys They're were a little hilarious. Serious, yeah, right? too serious. I didn't, nobody has time for that. Because yeah. running's ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> it is kind That's of funny. Not <laughs> sane. And tell me this: Do you actually listen to podcasts while you run? I think I, I did. I, I think I got through your first season within like a week and a half. <laughs> <laughs> Even and I then, w- then, even the, I and then the that. summer started and it was all this rewind. I had to wait. Sorry about that. We had, had to, to go on vacation. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes we have to take a break. Sometimes. Diane, do you do all of your training on the river walk? <laughs> all my two 5Ks? Yes. Do you, have you trained for both 5Ks on the river walk in downtown uh, no, San Antonio? No, the first 5K I did was in Dallas back in August, I think. Oh, that was hot. And then <laughs> I did another 5K uh, the end of November of this year with the Santa Claus. Okay. And was that pretty good? That must have been pretty good. That was fun. It was yeah. fun. Yeah. And you, th- you said, I got this. No. You <laughs> Not came exactly. Off that and you're like, Let, let's well, she wanted me to listen to you guys first. And so I listened to your, your cast and scared the hell out of me. <laughs> you know? oh, about Nella <laughs> so, Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. She listened to episode 105. Yeah. Yeah. Why am I doing this? Okay, so talk to me about this sort of elite training plan you've developed for yourself, <laughs> which is running two 5Ks in training for a cold weather half marathon on the other side of the country. Go. Insanity. <laughs> That's it. Pure insanity. I might just call it being a dedicated runner, I think. She's elite. Five Ks? Yeah. But back in the day when I was her age, I used to do a lot of 5Ks and 10Ks. I really did. And I kind of stopped when I got a little bit older. Mm-hmm. And now she's taking over. And she's like, Mom, you can still do it. You can still, I'm 57 years old. I mean, come on. Give me a break. You know, I want to <laughs> slow down a little bit. <laughs> so was today your very first half marathon in life? Oh, yeah. Congratulations. Congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> My time was three hours and 34 minutes. All right. And that's with picture taken and oh, yeah. one course, potty yeah. run. Right. So oh, I've yeah. that, that's not too bad. It's fantastic. I I mean, let's see, 3.1 miles to 13.1. That's quite a leap. It's quite a jump. Well, that look you gave me yesterday, I told you I only did two 5Ks. Oh, (laughs) Yeah, I couldn't couldn't hide that surprise. Hey, I survived, right? I made it. What was your favorite part of this, uh, either this whole weekend or the the route uh, in itself? Actually, I love this whole trip, spending time with my daughter. Yes. Uh, the memories that we're having, it's, you, can't, you can't explain that. It really is. It's oh, fun. That's right. you know, I wish I could have done this with my mom. Yeah, absolutely. But, you know, things were different back then, but uh, we're having fun. We're having fun. Awesome. Yeah. Now, Christine, did you do the full or the half? Did the full. How do you feel? I'm not dead. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I feel alive. Yeah, yeah. But it's not easy. It was not easy. She did great. She did great. It was actually my fastest marathon time. Yeah. I don't know how that happens. How many marathons do you think you've run now? Four. This is my fourth. You're sure of that then? I am positive. And what was your time? 408. What? Wow. (laughs) And this was your fastest? This is my fastest. So you love hills. I think cold weather helped. Yeah, I think cold weather does help. You know what? 30, 32 degrees 30, is actually a great fine. temperature to it, run it in. It helps. Yeah. Not a whole lot of wind. Well, you don't feel your legs. On that second pass, did it yeah, not? like the last four miles frozen. I, my, my butt might still be need thawing. <laughs> well, after mile two, the sweatshirts came off. Yeah. And then the, the gloves came off. Well, because you got that first really big, big hill, and that's a lot right. of work, right? Yeah. And then you get more hills, and then you get four more miles of hills. <laughs> and then you're like, you see all the beautiful sights that you can't enjoy because you're numb. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you are numb. <laughs> 
Did you have any uh, opportunity to stop and talk to any of the people working at the aid stations along the route? Soup Lady was awesome. Yes. Yes. Hot Soup yes. Lady. There were a couple tables mm-hmm. with Fireball and Jack Daniels. Saw a lot of that. Yep. Cookie yeah. Lady at the end. Oh, co- I got two cookies from her. Yeah, right. you're in the neighborhood. I can't eat and run at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> can't do that, <laughs> you know. But it, I love the sights. I love the mile markers. Yeah. Uh, it was just a, a, a nice run. The temperature was really good. We were scared about it at first because yeah, we're not used to cold weather in San Antonio. Mm-hmm. And literally, I could not feel my legs. They are they were numb. Mm-hmm. She stopped you at know. a porta potty and she couldn't get her pants up. Thank they were you. Frozen. Thank you, Christine. Wow. They needed thank to know you. that. Okay. Uh, thank you. Okay. Just remember, this is audio only. There's no <laughs> video. No. So we can't we can't actually record the looks that Christine is getting from her mother right now, because I almost got hit with one of those daggers and I think I'm bleeding. <laughs> you know, we're, we're right by the soap stand here in the moose drop. Do you, you want to wash your mouth? Out? <laughs> <laughs> and that's why that slowed my time down. That, that's, right. yeah. that's frozen yeah. pants. Now, Brian, Eagle Ear listeners will know that Christine was the one who wrote in and asked a very important question from a couple episodes ago about what should someone from a warmer climate bring to this race? And you wisely wrote back saying, bring, pack all the things. So did you pack all the things? Packed all the things, and I fit all the things in a personal-sized carry-on. I don't know how you did that. She's well, tiny. She's tiny. Yeah, you are slight of frame, so less fabric. Yeah, someone fabric. like me. As I always tell my daughters, I can't share your your um, suitcase because my clothes are enormous compared to yours. Like my jeans are like your entire week's worth of clothes. But did you find that you were warm enough and you brought the right things? Definitely. Yeah. yeah. That was good. Yeah. I mean, we had to take stuff off. Even yeah. I had to take stuff yeah. off. And now you also both ran the Crankle last night. I did. How yeah. did you feel the Crankle 2K went? That was fun. I think that helped preparing for me today as mm-hmm. far as the cold. I wasn't terrified anymore. Mm-hmm. Well, because it was a little chillier last <laughs> yeah. night. Sure, yeah. sun was down and it was mm-hmm. probably 10 degrees colder. Yeah, Yeah. Absolutely. if I hadn't run that last night, I probably would have worn too many layers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. See, I think the shakeout runs, are, they're very important. I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Get a feel for it. And when you want to do two 5Ks, you know, what's another 2K? <laughs> Just, yeah, add it on. Right. Just add yeah. it on. It's fine. So. <laughs> so, Diana, what will be your next big destination race? Because now you're, you're on the circuit now. I think this is it. <laughs> <laughs> this is it. All right, then the obvious question is, are you coming back next yeah, year? Yeah, you're back next year? Possibly. Possibly. <laughs> I would do it again. I would do it Don't, again. You must have some destination races you want. I do. Um... I mean, Marine Corps Marathon and the Vegas yes. Half Marathon this year were two of my bucket list races. Got yes. those out of the way. Um, but I'm, I am looking for another full. Don't know where that's going to be yet. Well, you know, there's a little race in Boston. Oh, you got to qualify for that. I'm working on it. Working You're close on it. today. I need 30 more minutes. You'll get it. Yeah. Okay. What's really funny is that I was getting calls from my friends in San Antonio. Yeah. Let me know how they were having snow. Yes. And... I can't experience it. I'm over here in Maine where right. I get snow and nothing. Well, it's going to start any second here, so don't worry. I want it. I'm coming on that. We're going to see, some, gonna snow. see some snow tonight. When are you guys flying out going home? Tomorrow, Tomorrow. afternoon. Okay. They should yeah. be fine. Oh, you'll be fine. What airport do you go out of? Bangor. You'll be fine. They fly every... They just send them. They just push. They just <laughs> go. Yeah, they have plows on yeah, the front of the plane. <laughs> well, guys, thank you so much for sharing your very... Thank you. Was this a first mother-daughter race today? 
together yeah, that we both ran. Yeah, well, yeah, well, no, the because all the crankle. Well, the crankle. Yeah, really yeah. But, she kept um, telling me so I could can do we it. Say now in publicity that how was your day brought a mother and daughter together? <laughs> Absolutely. Because <laughs> from from different corners from of the different country. corners from of the country. Mm-hmm. Peter, yeah. Peter, we're bringing people. We're together. bringing people. We're changing lives, Brian. <laughs> I've been telling you this for 109 episodes. You're not listening. Oh my God! Is it 109? I don't know. Oh boy, Diana. Christine. I am proud of myself, though. Uh, you should be both proud. We're, we're proud of you. You did great. Thank it you It was both so great to meet you guys in person, well, finally. Likewise. Thank you. And Anna, oh, and everybody. Shirt. Have your shirt right here, too. Yeah, we both oh, got you all our swag. Sweet, sweet yeah, tech yeah. shirts. Yep. All right, can we see and you on Sat Stat Chat every week now? Absolutely. <laughs> I'm talking to you, Diana. Oh, can we she doesn't see know you? what that is. Uh, yeah, what? Can you clean her in? <laughs> can you get her? Come on. I'll educate her. Every Saturday on the on the social media, uh-huh. we ask people to send their information. Hey, where'd you run today? Include a photo. Hashtag. Oh. Hashtag. Oh, okay. Stat, stat. stat chat. Okay, she can show me how. So it's Saturday stat chat. She's on Sounds the Twitter good. and the Facebook and the Instagram. Facebook. Those are only the good. Stay off the hip chat. Or what's it called? Snapchat. Vine. Yeah, stay off the Vine and stay <laughs> off of MySpace. Ladies, oh, yeah. No, yeah. Ladies, in 52 short episodes, we'll see you back here in Millinocket. <laughs> we'll see you here. Yep, yep. For the full. Rock on, guys. <laughs> She'll have to do at least two more 5Ks before the yeah, fall. Yeah, two more 5Ks. I think you need to write a book on that training plan. <laughs> Ben, you came out last night to the Crankle 2K, and I saw that you ran today. Did you run the full or the half? The full marathon. How did you do today? Uh, I'm happy I finished. I'm alive, you know. So great, you know. So I wanted. What was the best part about the course? Um, the best part about the course, the first view of uh, the mountain, and yeah. unreal, um, unreal. The late, yeah, it was that was awesome. I mean, I've seen the photo, but uh, it, was it was incredible in person. Yep. And what was the worst part about the course? <laughs> Running 26.2 miles of it. <laughs> yeah. Are you yeah. a seasoned marathoner? No, this is my first official marathon. What? I ran. Well, really? I, well, I ran marathon distance a few times to get ready oh, over just for the last. Fun? Yeah, feel uh, it out. Twice in California, once in Boston, just like a month ago, three weeks ago. Um, Okay, Out this is a whole, whole other training plan we have what? to get into. Yeah. <laughs> so this this is running multiple marathon distances just to train for a marathon. Yeah, I, I ended up doing three. You know, uh, <laughs> like the, the the third one I was in Boston. I was only it was like you know they give you those kind of cookie cutter train programs. And it was right. a twenty mile, and you know, I got to twenty, and I was like, whoa, screw it, you know. I'm <laughs> in Boston, well. like I'm going to do a full marathon. Just you know, go up um, to it; know, it's like, fine. Yeah, might as well. Well, thank you for coming. And why did you come out here? What what what? Yeah, what you brought you all the way to Millinocket? Well, Christine here invited me, and I figured, what the hell? And, um, <laughs> that's a good answer. And speaking of which, that's where our next marathon is in hell, and we're both going to wear running suits made of gasoline. And, <laughs> oh, um, you know, yeah, right. I, I can't wait. It's going to be a little different than out there, you know, higher yeah. than 27 degrees. Yeah, it's a lot. It's very so, hot. <laughs> well, thank you for coming by. I know yeah. you guys got to get going and uh, spend some money and some love around this town. Will do. All right. Thanks, guys. Thank you very much, Ben. All right. Thank you. Come on, break. You know, there's so many things I'm thankful for, and one of them, of course, is family. And uh, the best way to say thank you to your family is to have some uh, good old life insurance, my friend. Well, certainly a way. Might be the last way, when you really think about it. <laughs> That's right. It's sort of the the final check. That's right. Oh, wait, literally. I didn't even mean that. I meant well, check the box, but no, it could no, just be a also check. Also, the final check. No, but it's two. important. But it can also be expensive and not for really good reasons. I mean, you run, you're healthy. Right. 
shouldn't your life insurance be less expensive than someone who doesn't? It should at least be competitive and better for me because I'm very out there. I'm doing it, man. I'm trying to lead a good life, healthy. I think you're succeeding and that success should be rewarded in less expensive life insurance. Well, uh, what I can tell you is that for someone like you, someone like me, someone like our listeners, they should probably get over to healthiq.com slash HWYRT, fill out a profile about themselves, and Health IQ is going to use their information, their data, whether it be Strava or race results, they're going to help them find the right insurance company to offer the right rate for their habits. Healthy rates for healthy people, Peter. Well, that's what I'm saying, man. I think all of our listeners should check it out. Peter, one more time. How would I find out more? How would I get some information about this? Well, again, people can go to healthiq.com forward slash HWYRT. You fill out a little profile about yourself and then you get contacted by a customer service person. Talk about how the policy might work out. I would say just do it. There's no cost. Just try it. And they're very helpful. I've done it. I went through the process. They uh, both texted and called. I followed up with them a few days later. We had a nice conversation. They learned more about me. I learned more about how their process works. And, you know, if you're in a place in your life where you think life insurance is a priority, and let me tell you, it should be. You should always cover yourself, Brian. Look at you. Life insurance is like a blanket. It is. It is a blanket. That you give to someone else when you don't need it anymore. No, because you don't have a physical body anymore and you don't need to stay warm or cold. I love it. HealthIQ.com slash HWIRT. That's right. Go do that now. Come on, break. Brian, we are still here at the Moose Drop. This day is exciting. We are joined by Crankle Completionist. He was the final person to come into the crankle oh, he, right. he was in final place did he get a special award yeah he did he got an original artwork by artist in residence andrea bonnie gould brian can i ask you to say your full name and spell it for us just so i have a level here oh that's all right um because my name is brian o'keefe and i'm b-r-y-a-n so is he <laughs> last name is o'keefe o apostrophe k-e-e-f-e awesome Ryan, congratulations on Congrats. completing the 2K. What brings you to Millinocket? Well, actually, it's funny because I, I was looking at just like races last year, and I saw a Millinocket Marathon in half, and I'm like, it's free. I'm like, oh, that can't be free. And then actually, I run for Greater Little Roadrunners. There was another guy, Kenny, that was up here who runs for Greater Little, and he actually did it last year. So he actually threw a blog, like a, you know, probably after action review on our, on Greater Little Roadrunners. So I read it, and I'm like, oh, it really is free. So then I started looking into it more. So I actually signed up probably like January around that for this year. So this has been your sort of uh, goalpost race for the end of the year? Well, <laughs> as, my, as my friend Dave said, I've, uh, I've done a few. I didn't finish this marathon, but I finished the MDI. I finished the Cape Cod Chowder Challenge, which was a half one day and a full one day. Whoa! Wow. Um, I finished. I finished Caribou. I went up to Caribou and did the marathon. Caribou, that Maine. Was, that was a nice. Ooh. That was a nice place. That was a nice race. Wow! Um, what, what time of year was that? That was in September. Okay. It actually got a little hot. Did it? Quite um, halfway through the day. Did you run the half or the full at MDI? I ran the full. That's a lot of hills, huh? 
Yes. I think the weather was a little bit warmer, though. But we had every kind of weather. We had rain. We had wind. We had sun. We had uh, just about everything in that race. There, there was sun? I, didn't, I don't remember sun. I do remember rain. Yeah. And maybe a little wind. And it was cloudy, but it was definitely uh, it was a nice race. Definitely hills. So what was your impression of this course? So it was definitely inter- um, it was definitely interesting seeing that it was a two loop, but you had some off roading, you had some roads, yep, and it was definitely a very challenging course. I think also because of the weather, although I heard it was a lot warmer this year. Oh, oh yes. yes, than last year. Yes. So I and I did it once, and I kind of shut down at mile fifteen. Like you know what, I was able to like say to myself, call it a day, learn learn from it, and move on. It's funny because uh, those two extra miles you did on the second loop, they're probably the hardest ones because that is straight up. And uh, I, I, I didn't want to keep going after the first two. Yeah, you bailed at exactly the right time, yeah. I have to say. Yes. I ran in full last year. Oh, that was hard. And I mean, it's definitely fatigue, but I'm like, you know what? I'm not injured, but I'm definitely not moving. I'm like, I just call it a day. <laughs> this is good. I injured myself. Now right. tell me what happened. So at mile 15, did you? Was there anybody there to to transport you back down to town? Yeah, I mean there was people just driving back and forth. So one guy eventually he saw me kind of stretching. So he's like, "Oh, you need a ride?" I'm like, "Yeah, I'm gonna call it a day." So he got someone to give me a ride back. Well, that's a good call. I mean, that's that's the real deal, man. When you when it's not working for you. It's not worth going much further, I don't think. Not with that kind of course, because as you know from the first loop, you had another six miles of road before, of gravel really, of, of dirt, you know, road, before you get back to that highway road. And it's a long stretch and a lot of hills. It's almost all hills. Brian, why did you not tell me it was all hills? <laughs> I think I said it incessantly. Uh, Brian. I don't listen to anything you say. What do you think of Millinocket? Is this your first time here? So I think. This is technically probably my third time in town. Um, I came uh, probably like maybe 2012. We came late, so we tried hiking Katahdin. So we came to here and didn't get to go all the way up because it was late. And then on my way back from Caribou, I've heard a moose dropping. I bought, I think, a shirt from them. So I'm like, oh, well, let me take a walk around Millinocket. And I came in and talked to them, and they've been been great to me. They're the best. Awesome. Trisha, Trisha Sierra especially has been very nice to us and allowed us to be here today and to talk to everybody. All right, what's your plan? How long are you going to be in town? Uh, I'll leave it tomorrow. We're bringing the snow back down there with us, apparently. I thought, did they already have snow down yeah, there? Yeah, they got some, yeah. Oh, they already got, yeah, because I'm from a town called Borica, B-I-L-L-E-R-I-C-A. Know it well. Massachusetts. <laughs> so, uh, as you can tell, I have a Boston accent. And did not hear it. No. <laughs> and... I know they were getting three to six inches, yep. and I thought it was eventually going to come up here. And I realized, oh yeah, it's a, it's about another like, um, another like, three hundred miles from away. So yeah, we're pretty up here. Brian, will we see you for the third annual Crankle Two K next December? Oh, I bet you will. All right, I'll definitely come back. <laughs> I need revenge on this race. So <laughs> definitely. Great, Brian. Awesome. Thanks for stopping by. Thank you very much. Thank guys. you. <laughs> Where's the finish line? Which way to the finish line? You can't get there from here. T-R-I-C-I-A-C-Y-R. Now, Trisha, I recently saw you on the morning news. Can you tell me a little bit about that? Why were you on the news? 
Because they called me? <laughs> Why wouldn't you be on the news if they called you? I certainly would. Okay. You were talking about the Millinocket Marathon and Half. We were talking about the Millinocket Marathon and Half. What a great place it's been today. Holy cow, it's been phenomenal. How phenomenal are you for letting us set up in your shop? Yeah, this is, uh, this is beyond our wildest dreams. This is really fun. Is it a fun time oh in God, here? It's, it's a good time. Yeah, it's crazy and it's good. a great spot. You can look right down the it's street. Crazy good. It's crazy and we've been good. seeing the see marathoners it? coming through. And your shop has been non stop people coming through, hopefully buying lots of merchandise. How is it going? How how has business been the last couple of days? Well, I think business has been good. Mm-hmm. I don't check, so I don't know. Yeah. I run around. I'm more excited. Like I get so excited when people come in. It's yeah. so exciting. Right? Yeah, it's amazing. How does this compare to last year? It's not a fair question for me. Mm-hmm. Because last year we had to bring the bib um, pickup into the store because they closed the artisan fair like way too early for people coming oh. in. Okay. So and then so that was a massive change. That was a massive change. So that was in this store. We're not that big. Mm-hmm. So we had everybody picking up their bids, everybody trying to shop, everybody trying to do things. Um, had people lined up out the door when I got here at five o'clock yeah, that morning. It was one so this morning things, we're yeah. not dealing with any of that. It's all at the fair, mm-hmm. which is not that I don't want to. I would love to have Bib pickup and everything here because I want to see everyone. Right, sure. And you don't get a chance to see everybody. Funny story. You want a funny story? Absolutely. That's why you're here. Okay. So last year I was doing the bib pickup and I got bored, you know, because that's how I do. People come in and I was writing on the back of the bibs messages. <laughs> secret messages? Secret messages. So I'm writing secret messages on the bibs and I'm handing them to them. And so you have like, no idea who the people are who are going to be picking them up, right? Well, No, no. When they would stand there and they'd oh, give okay. me their name, I'd like write a message on their bib like, you kick beep or, you know, whatever. Nice. Go get this race. Go get this, you know, kick dirt, you know, all this fun stuff. Yeah. So then anyway, this year... I, last year, sorry, I started getting these messages with pictures of the backs of the bibs oh, laughing because it was funny. That's great. So today, I just had three people come in. They're actually just from Bangor. Who knew? They come in and they said, oh my God, you weren't at bib pickup. Can you sign my bibs? Oh, oh you're famous. Man. So they took them off so I could sign the backs of their bibs and I wrote like little notes that were really bad. It was funny. And now they're going to be framed on those people's walls. That's fantastic. I hope you wrote, how was your run today? That, Do you know what? That's all you ever have no, I didn't just write how was your run today when they bought their shirts. Yeah, yeah. I told them they needed to put how was your run today on the shirt Stop because it. that's how we roll. So Trisha, speaking of the fabulous logo that you have allowed us to give you and that you've been uh, very happily putting on shirts for people when they've asked for it, that small fee that people pay for that, where has that money being uh, where's that going to go? That money that's been raised. That is going to oil for the elderly. Because there's so many people in town, older people, that have to choose between food, medicine, and heat. Wow, wow. So we're just going to soften that. And the best part of that is they don't know where it comes from. Sometimes oil just appears in the tank. Kind of like that. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. We don't tell. That's amazing. Because we're Millinocket oil fairies. Is that about right? We are. That's good. Do you know what else we do? I don't. Are you ready? I want to know. We have very top secret. I'm going to share it with you because it's just us three. Yeah, right. no one else will ever hear this. <clears throat> Never. We do Operation Secret Santa. Ah, full on gifts. Full on whole family gifts. Wow. We deliver them about ten o'clock Christmas Eve. The that's, family has no idea. That's classy. So this year, my friend, I'm trying to hook him up to show up with his limo dressed as Santa. 
Oh, it's the best. That's fantastic. It's the best. Because, yeah. To deliver the gifts? Yeah. Oh, because we don't want them to know where they came from. Right. Because we don't want you know, we don't want anybody knowing that we know that they're having a hard time or yeah. whatever. Trisha, you're a giving soul. You certainly give to us. We hope we can give a little bit back to you. Will we see you next year? I was going to say, do pigs fly? <laughs> but then I had to think about that. I'm not sure. And next year you said something about having a full podcast studio built into the area There's going to be a full podcast studio just for you guys all day in the front window. You can have the whole thing all day. Woo. Hook it up. Let's have some lights with a light that says on air. On air. That's oh, what I, I want. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so you come, you build it, it will happen. Oh, okay, we build it. Okay, all This right. has been like the highlight of our year, Trisha. I mean, thinking about this, the build up to it. And it's being phenomenal. able to come, like the only thing that got me through the race was knowing that I was going to come and sit here in your front window and interview people. Because it's really. fun next to the soap. It smells Yeah, we're great. really sorry. Only like one bar of soap has been yeah, sold. Yeah, we've kind of killed your here. soap sales. But it for smells a few hours. great. But you haven't because I have more soap on the other side and I've been uh, pushing it. Let's just display soap. I- well, you know, if we weren't by the soap, Peter, I know personally. Um, I'm, I'm I, in trouble. I do not this was strategic. Good. She picked yeah. this spot because she it said. It was strategic. You guys, okay, I got an idea. Let's run a marathon and go sit in your store. Yeah. Ah, Thank you very much. Buy the soap. Put them by the most fragrant area of the entire store. Trisha, get back to work. I have to go. You guys have a great day. Thank you for playing. Thank you. Thank you, Trisha. This has been episode 110 of How Was Your Run Today with Peter Villa and Brian Gould. Music by Jeff Cronenberg. Anna Brooks is our social media guru. Andrea Bonnie Gould is our artist in residence. And special thanks to all of our guests, Crankle 2K participants, Millinocket Library donors, race director and Millinocket Marathon creator Gary Allen, Trisha Sear and the Moose Drop Inn, and all of the runners and our hosts in the Magic City, Millinocket, Maine. This episode of HWRT is sponsored by Health IQ, an insurance company that helps health-conscious people get special life insurance rates. Learn more at www.healthiq.com slash HWIRT. Join us every Saturday on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram with your sat stat chats. Tell us where you ran, how the weather was, and include a sweet, sweet photo. Go to hwirt.com for archived shows. Please find Peter or I to purchase our brand new HWIRT long sleeve tech shirt. It's 30 bucks. It helps the show. Come on, get creative. Find us. You know you can do it. If you love and appreciate HWIRT, please go to iTunes and leave us a five-star rating and a review. Hey, everyone, have a great run today.
socks But just one thing, case in 60 degrees Been ready to take all that 